Hey, twin. Hey. How are you? You know, hanging in there. Yeah, me too. Me too. What you drinking? So this morning I was like, I really want some coffee. And I always somehow make the iced coffee where it gets watered down. Don't ask me how. But I poured the hot coffee over like a bunch of ice with the creamer. And at first I was like, oh, this is good. And now it's just watered down coffee. So oh. it is what it is. It is what it is. God. But I, I did use the Grint coffee creamer. Apparently that was a big deal last What's year. What's that? It's like, it's like frosted sugar cookie vanilla creamer, but it's like branded out as the Grinch. Okay. Apparently that was a big deal last year. Mm-hmm. And I missed it. It sounds good. Listen, I really wanted to get this. Um, it was like the Nest. Not say names. It was a chocolate chip cookie. <laughs> it was a chocolate chip cookie creamer. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, I should have got that one, but whatever. I shouldn't be drinking creamer at all. Well, and then the, the sugar and then the natural flavors. Like, we don't know what the natural flavors are. Yeah, not good for me. Okay. But I'm drinking it. Okay. Okay. That was actually me this morning. I had a watered-down iced coffee that I halfway drank. And then I went to the gym and I got a matcha from that place that we say because they don't sponsor us, but added uh, two pumps of brown sugar in the matcha. Oh, yes. Because a lot of people say it tastes like dirt. And I'm like, well, you got to add something to it, sis. Like, you got to put something in there. So that's what I got. See, and your morning sounds so productive. Coffee, gym. Listen. It's a part of the, the future person I'm trying to be. I'm trying to. <laughs> I'm trying to work towards that. Okay. But I guess that leads to what's our smiling frown for the week. Yeah. You go first. Oh, ciao. Mm. Smile is that we, we've been through the ringer this past month. We did a rebrand on the website. So that's finally done. It's been. Two years with me and my marketing manager, Janice, of banging our heads against the wall with trying to figure out branding and systems and all the stuff that comes behind the scenes that nobody sees. We hired graphic designers to do what I thought would be a good thing. And it's like I was given the vision, but no one else understood the vision. So it put us in a place of having to do the site ourselves. So if you see resumeatic.com, me and Janice did that on our own. No outside help, no contractors, no nothing. It was just us. So that's my smile is that that's finally over and it's just up from here with, you know, not having to focus on systems anymore. I feel like our internal stuff is good finally. Yeah. And my frown, I've been do I'm on, on this workout journey, right? And I've been in this place since maybe July. August was like my superstar months. Like I was walking nine miles a week and like I was on my shit. Mm-hmm. And then like this week I worked out twice. Like this is the second time this week. And I'm just like, my stamina is gone. 
Like, I usually, I was doing 30 minutes on the Stairmaster. I did a good 10 today. Listen, 10 is enough. I can't even do two without losing it. And this guy next to me was doing, like, level 12 on the Stairmaster. I'm like, what are you on, crack? Yeah, what is it? Doing too much. Give me a little taste, because I did it today, but... That's I guess that's just me being hard on myself. So I um I'm proud of my two days, but I know where I need to be and where I should be. Because in August it was just falling off. I was you know on my diet and I was working out and I was having no problem with losing weight. So I and it's hard because I feel like September was just a month for us to just ooh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Head, head down grinding nonstop. So it's kind of hard to put in working out in addition to everything else that you're doing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And for you guys who don't know, we'll talk about this soon is Madeline is the resume writing manager for Resume Addict. So she was in the weeds with us on the other side of the business with writing, perfecting our resume writing side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It has been a journey. Yeah. After October, done. We're good. Yep. We're good. I'm good. But what about you? Your smile and frown for the week. Well, I'll start with my smile because if you know anything about me recently, I really want to move into a home so bad. It's just not happening. I'm going to be stuck in an apartment for a minute. California's too expensive. Doesn't matter how much you make. It's crazy. So this month, we have been blessed with house-sitting, this beautiful home of my boyfriend's parents. And I feel so at peace. They got money, y'all. It's just a beautiful home, and I feel so happy to be able to house-sit. I just feel very happy here, though. Let me just say, there's something about waking up, getting your little coffee, sitting out on a hot deck with the sun beaming on you. And it's just quiet and there's just birds. There's no freaky neighbors. So I'm just really having the best time. I can do whatever I want as far as like picking a room I want to sit in instead of just my living room staring at my, I can see every corner of my house or my apartment. So this has been my smile of the week. Just very happy, very at peace. So like I'm manifesting for my future because this is like, it's kind of like one of my old mentors finally took me to the spa for the first time. And she told me, like, once you go the first time, it, it's going to make you think, what do I need to do to be able to do this all the time? And so I've kind of lived by that. So now I'm like, OK, listen, got to figure it out. I don't know what I have to do to figure it out. So that's my smile of the week. Love that. I get to be in peace. Yeah. My frown. Hmm. OK. I, I definitely had a frown this week. You guys probably don't know this, but I am trying very hard to have my weight loss assisted with a very popular medication that most people have been able to get. However, you know, I got my prescription like a month ago. I was so happy. I was like, oh, I'm going to be skinny. Wrong. Literally, the manufacturer's not making it. There's no pharmacy that has it. Whatever. So. You know me, I was calling every pharmacy. I even called the manufacturer directly 
the company. Okay. I was losing my mind. I was like, this can't be real. And they're like, it's not going to come in stock maybe until 2024. Maybe. Maybe. So you mean to tell me I have to like actually like it's uh-huh. just too much. Uh-huh. So I'm not getting my way. That's my fan of the week. Okay. Fair enough. It's a smile for me, but I'm always like, you know, all these people have gotten it. People who don't even meet the qualifications are losing all this weight. Me, I'm victimizing myself. So let me calm down. I went please. Please. So Oh gosh. Well, welcome y'all to the Smiles and Founds podcast. For those of you that don't know, I am Charnay, the CEO of Resume Addict. We have collectively a social media following of over 250K. Now we are growing by the second. I can't wait to tell you guys more about why Resume Addict started and all that good stuff. But yeah. And this is Maddie. It's Maddie. And uh, that name is quite controversial because in my professional realm, my government name, (laughs) but in my personal realm, which, yeah, I go by Maddie. So, yeah, feels strange hearing you call me Maddie sometimes. Yeah, it's kind of forced for me to say because I'm used to calling you Madeline. Uh-huh. Because but... we started off professional. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess we should get into that tea too about how like this all came about um a year ago, literally. It'll be a year next week mm-hmm. that we met. Um and you booked a career advice session. What was the tea about the session? Why did you come to me? Oh, I'll make it a, this as concise as possible, but I had gotten to a point in my career at this particular place where started off great when I first started and then it transformed into something that was like, what is going on? So just feeling very frustrated with the workplace, how people were treated across the board, especially, you know, being in the, it was like HR versus operations. Half the people loved you, the other half hated you. So it's just like you could be the top performer, you could do all these things, and you're still not enough for 50% of people. Hmm. Making miracles happen in recruiting and still just being like, so just seeing like the lack of career progression there, being very just frustrated with myself, what my direction was. I was like, okay, you know what? Let me just book a career advice session because I really wanted to pivot into a new industry because I was like, okay, maybe it's just the industry I'm in. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, I want to go into like, you know, HR recruiting for aerospace and whatever. More money. Four day work week. And I wanted this particular company. I was feeling a little Delulu at the time, but I was like, I just need help. Like, I feel so boxed in. Yeah. And even like as a talent acquisition recruiting professional, I could help others navigate their career. But sometimes I'm like, why can't I do that for myself? Right. Or sometimes you just need that extra reassurance. So when I booked the call, I was asking sure they had a bunch of silly questions that I already knew the answer to. I felt like, but I just needed some reassurance and some direction, and some kind of, like, hope that this just, this isn't the end-all, be-all for you. Like, 
kind of think outside the box is going to be okay. Mm-hmm. So then we had that session and then he reached out to me. Well, okay, let's rewind a little bit because we really clicked in that session. I felt like I had known you forever. In yeah. the session, it was only 30 minutes. And you had a recruiting background and I only hired recruiters on my team. And I was like, I wonder if she'd be interested in writing resumes. And you had said it before I asked. You were like, if anything opens up, let me know I'll be interested in writing. And sure enough, like a month later, I had an opening. And I told Janice, my marketing manager, I was like, hey, let's reach out to Madeline, see if she's interested. And um, immediately, yes. We had her do the interview process, do all that good stuff. And then you started as a part-time contractor. You were still doing your full-time job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was right before Black Friday, which we did every year from Black Friday to Cyber Monday, child. Deep discounts on the resume packages because I've always wanted to help people however I can. Like our prices are our prices. But I also know that there are a lot of people who need us that can't afford us. And so I would say for the past maybe four years, been doing Black Friday sales. And so she caught on quickly and she was writing like me. And I said, this doesn't happen. It usually takes three, four months to train somebody. And she's picking it up quick. The hustle within itself, she was doing like 10 resumes, if not more, a week. and. I was like, how is she doing this and her full-time job? That was my major thought. But I wasn't going to question it because I'm like, she's doing great. I messed up a good thing. But I didn't know that she was stressed out at her job too. Yeah. And you had good leadership, right? It was more of just the environment, right? Yeah, like I had really great leadership on the talent acquisition side, like who I reported to. It was the people we had to work with that were just, I, I, I can't even explain it. A nightmare is just a, a, a glimpse of it. And it wasn't just me, you know, when you have the CEO of a company that has over 50,000 employees having to address the whole TA team, like, we are sorry that operations is rude, but you have to understand when they're being rude to you, it's because they're stressed out. That was the moment I was like, okay, this is wackadoodle central. Gotta go. Mm-hmm. Gotta go. Mm-hmm. Because again, these people are not my boss. Like, what are you talking about? Anyway, let me, let me relax. The trauma, the past workplace trauma, the PTSD. Jesus. Um, and so after that, what would you say? Like top of the year, the following year is when you became mm-hmm. full-time with Resume Addict. And I was mm-hmm. like, she left her full-time-ass job to come mm-hmm. to work for Resume Addict with really no guarantee. It was still a contract position at the time. And I said, if that's not dedication, I don't know what is. And I said, I don't know how it's going to happen, but I'm going to make her employee soon, as soon as I can. I'm going to do whatever I need to do. And I would say about three, three or four months after that, you became an employee. And it's been chaos ever since. Ever since. Sure Welcome has. to Jumanji. <laughs> uh, 
it's just it it it's so funny because it's always like all gas, no brakes, literally. Yeah. Whereas, yeah. But not in a bad way though. Right. It's just like pivoting and just figuring it out. And I think there's always like some kind of tangible quote unquote reward every day, whether that's you're getting positive feedback from a client, you've helped them land a job, you know, you've helped maybe give away some freebies if you needed to at a career advice session to really help someone. So it's those like day-to-day tangible things that make the hustle and bustle all worth it. Yeah. And then you do is to make everything better. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No yeah. silly decisions being made. It's like, okay, we all don't want to be stressed next year. Right. So what do we have to do? So, yes, yes. And I would say we're the most zen startup that there could be like we really value work-life balance and making sure that everybody is supporting each other um I think too from the environment that I came from in corporate it just I wanted the complete opposite if I was going to run my own business I was like it's going to be unlimited PTO and I'm gonna mean it you know there's just certain things that are just like you have a life outside of this job that you know it work should never trump your personal life. So a little bit about, I guess, where I came from. I started recruiting right after I graduated college and I went to school for marketing and PR. I had no idea that I was going to do recruiting for a living. The job description says something like, oh, you'll be able to go to career fairs. And that's what sold me because I was like, oh, I get to talk to people. I get to tell them about the company. It was real cute. Uh-huh. I didn't know how stressful it was. Like, it's like, it's like we get tricked into it. You just fall into it. You're like, oh, oh, recruiting chose us. We didn't choose it. That's so true. And I think the impact was what kept me for the time frame that I was a recruiter is that I was making a difference in someone else's life by helping them get a job. Mm -hmm. And I was a contractor for most of it for multiple reasons. One, I was on my husband's benefit. So I had the leverage to do that. But it gave me exposure to so many different industries. And it was nice. It was nice to be able to get that experience so quick. And then while I was doing that, I was writing resumes for family and friends. Just a side hustle. I never thought Resumatic would be my full-time scalable business. I never looked at it like that. It was just something to help out family and friends. And when I started to see all the craziness with these terrible formats, but they're qualified, but the format is what made them disqualified. I'm like, child, I got to do something. And so I started on Instagram, just posting here and there part-time. And then from there, I would do free resumes every year. And I did free resumes because I wanted the exposure, like the word of mouth. I knew that I would get more customers from doing that but also to make a difference. So I did that up until about 2020 before I went full-time with the business. And when I went full-time three years ago, it just started taking off. I was so scared. Like, what do you mean I'm not going to get a paycheck every two weeks? It's all on me. And I'm like, what What do I have to lose? If it doesn't work out, I can just go back and get another job. And so getting laid off was the push that I needed in order to do what I was supposed to do in life. I really feel like this is my purpose. 
So it's it's been up ever since. And, you know, now we're just, we're on a mode of trying to continue to be innovative with the business. And it's been, it's definitely been a journey, but I feel like now it's like the sun is rising for us. Like we're finally getting to bask in all of the hard work that we've been doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and I was a team of one. So for me to grow to, I think we have 10 people now in three years. Mm-hmm. I never thought I would be able to unclutch <laughs> from certain things. Even now I'm like, nope, Maddie can do it. I don't need to do it. Like <laughs> I have help. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. And it's hard. It's hard to not. Cause you're, you've been doing it like not always on your own because you've had you know Janice and whatnot but like you really have had to build Resume Attic from the ground up yeah so it's kind of hard to like kind of give that away to someone and be like okay I trust you to do x y and z or whatnot it's it's really I couldn't imagine especially now with where we're going we're in a good spot and I think working as a team I think we're very lucky with the people that we do have because they get it Mm-hmm. They get the vision. They get the altruism that we have mm-hmm. behind it. The reason mm-hmm. why we do certain things. Yeah, and then also having like those really high quality standards too for you. Yeah, you definitely have high quality. Like I, listen, good. I turn into Beyonce when it comes to mm-hmm. perfection. Like, and luckily Janice is like she's a Virgo, so she's Beyonce's sign. So she has that same perfection, but it's so true. It's just like, you know, if you're going to do it, do it right. We're not the typical writing company. We care about what we're doing. We're not a scam. We're not trying to charge thousands of dollars for the average person to get a resume done. You know, we want you to win. And anybody who follows would see that, that we, I give a lot of free advice that I could be charging a lot of money for. And a lot of people of color just don't know the information. And who am I to gatekeep it when I know it? If I'm, if I know it, I'll share it. And it's funny that you say that because when you first started Resume Attic, you had like a hundred and something followers or whatever, 300 maybe. Mm-hmm. And you had posted that video, and this is how I found you, of when you had first gotten laid off and then you started giving advice. And I'm not, at the time, you know, I was a recruiter, whatever. So you would see career coaches and I'd be like, oh, they're not even in it. They don't even know what they're talking about. So I just scroll past. But with your content, you were the only one who was like giving the true tea and how it works and like some real advice. And I was like, okay, I can trust her. So I click follow. <laughs> and here we how are. How long ago was that? What year was that? Was that 2020? It was 2020. Okay. So yeah, we, we're not here to hoard the information that we know mm-hmm. we're very giving with that and i think um knowing the ins and outs of what it looks like on the other side being in recruiting and hr to work with hiring managers and the complexities like yeah. it's such valuable knowledge that if you're going to come to resume addict to get a resume it's our advice based on our experience yeah so we're just trying to help you navigate the craziness because of it, it is shenanigans on the other end. It so is. it might sound crazy or you're probably like, well, why are they writing it this way, the resume? Well, you'd be surprised that the crazy thing hiring managers will 
pass a bias on you for. You know what I mean? I so mean, just trying to help. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, I feel like that's where there's a disconnect with the client sometimes is that they don't understand how internal processes work with HR and they all they care about is the aesthetic of it, which is a reasonable thought. But if you hire us to do something that's going to push you forward, you have to respect our thought process. And I feel like there's sometimes people who do not really grasp the fact that we're trying to do things that are going to push them forward instead of sabotaging them. And unfortunately, it comes with the stigma of all the scam resume writing services that are out there that don't want to help. But we we always leap with good intentions with what we do. Absolutely. And our Absolutely. team cares a little too much, right? Like, weren't you telling me the other day? Like, they're yes. concerned. It's so concerned. And it, it's just so nice to know because they're just like, well, what more can we give to the client? Like, I want to be able to do X, Y, and Z, or, or let's do this. Let's enhance this side or whatever. Yeah. And the writers truly care about the outcome. Like they're not just copying and pasting. They're researching. They're leveraging their own network to help get some industry knowledge. They might even know some people who work at companies you're interested in. So our writers take it very seriously and they're quite hotter than themselves too perfectionist they want to make sure it's perfect which yeah it'll we'll never reach that with perfection i mean well there is no perfect resume no there and it's it's so many factors that play into that when you think about your location and how many positions are available and the types of positions you want and then we get people saying oh well can you get me results in two weeks child i don't know Like, what's too many factors that play into that? We are not making a promise to you like all these other companies of, you know, oh, you can get results in 30 days if you work with us. We don't know your life. We don't know if you're being consistent with your search. We don't know how many positions are available in your area. If <laughs> remember you told me that someone was applying for jobs that were 30 plus days old. Yes. And I'm like, girl. You're not going to get any callbacks if you do that. No. And this, and I told her, I was like, wait, let's try this approach. Find the ones within the past one to two days. Sure enough, she's like, I did what you told me to do over the weekend. And I have a phone screen. And I'm like, see? Just, like, just trust the advice and follow it, you know? Like, yeah. And this little stuff. And I told someone yesterday, I was like, you know, don't burn yourself out with this search. Apply for maybe 15, 20 roles if you can find that many in one day and then sit back for the next two weeks and see what sticks from that. Don't try to look at the job board every day. That's exhausting. Unless you have the time. If you're unemployed and you can have that time to do that, then fine. But if you have a job, looking for a job is already a job. Mm -hmm. You got to interview. You got to get ghosted. I don't even know if we want to talk about getting ghosted today, but yeah, it's, it's a task to get yeah. it. Yeah. Getting ghosted. That one's going to have to be a whole topic. It is. Just next... know I'll, I'll, the preface of this is that you should know that it's not personal. Mm -hmm. Recruiters have quotas usually that they have to meet and 
they don't follow up how they should. Sure, they're busy, but I feel like if you've invested time in the process, it doesn't hurt to say, hey, we went with someone else. It's different if we never talk to you as a recruiter, right? But if we've went through interviews with you, we know you, we've seen you, mm-hmm. and then you, there's nothing, that's an emotional mindfuck, for lack of better words. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and that, that, that I don't respect. Agreed. Yeah. It's just not fair. I, I would always tell the hiring managers, like, especially if they didn't give me a response, right? That was another thing. I wouldn't even know for a month that I'm bugging them. And I'd be like, you have to understand at the end of all these interviews you want to do, you want to interview eight people three times. There are people with real lives and real feelings behind this. So give me an answer. Yes or no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You don't know what that person is going through, especially if they're unemployed. Yes. Like they could be looking at eviction notices. Like they can yeah. have all this stress that they have to put aside to interview with you. Mm-hmm. And then they don't hear back. And sometimes their lives depend on whether or not they get a call back mm-hmm. or an offer. Literally. So just remembering that people are humans in every application and person you talk to, like there's some real repercussions. Mm-hmm. And just the simple we're moving on can help. But again, th- that is a whole topic. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to come back to that. Yeah, let me not. <laughs> You're bringing me back like flashbacks to recruiting days. Oh, I don't know. What a time. What a time. Well, y'all, I think we're going to get up out of here, but more to come soon. Thank you so much for listening today, and we'll talk with y'all soon. Take care, everyone. Bye.